How was your weekend? <laughs> it was interesting. But um but kind of tying back to to you know, funny how things work out. Well, you know how I was supposed to go biking Friday morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I wake up and I start gathering my things and it takes me like a good hour to find my my pump. Oh, okay. So I was like, man, like I can't I can't leave without the pump cuz if something happens, I need to be able to fill my tires. Yeah. So it takes me a good while to find my pump. And then, so finally, I, f- I find it. I get my bike out, and I, I check the tire pressure. And they're a little low, so I start filling them both up, back and front. When I get to the front, I fill it up, and then I take off. I take the little the <coughs> the pump nozzle or whatever off. And then at the like the stem of the of the inner tube, there's like a huge gash, and there's like air coming out of it. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, oh, crap. I was like... No, I said I was going to go, so I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to go buy a new tube. Right, right, right. So I go to Walmart, buy the tube in and out, go home. I change it, fill it up, and then, um, you know, <coughs> fit my, my bike in the car. And then I'm finally taking off. I'm I'm exiting on the expressway. And it's weird how it happened, but, like, I accelerated to pass the car next to me so I can get off. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Is that... As I'm like accelerating, as I'm getting to like the the peak of that little little burst of speed, I just hear this loud pop <laughs> in the car. I'm like, what <laughs> the heck? And like the car was fine, like it, it it wasn't like the car's tires. And I start smelling like the slime inside the tube. I'm like, damn it! I was like, I don't know how this happened, but I'm pretty sure it's the inner tube. <coughs> so I pull over. And uh, I go and open the trunk, and sure enough, I just I just felt the front tire, and it was dead. And then when I get home, I check it, and there's like it looks like this huge gash across the inside. <laughs> and then I, I just thought I was like, yeah, you know what? It it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. For whatever reason, Damn I wasn't it, supposed dude. to go today. And I was really looking forward to those rides, <laughs> to the rides out there. That's crazy, bro. I I I. I I I did see the, cause I did see your snap about the I guess the burst of the tire and all the tube and I was like, that sucks. That just sucks. Period. Like I I'd be pissed off. Like <laughs> but it, it was it's like from the get go. Like I wasn't supposed to go. The pump was like <laughs> hidden somewhere. Like where, you know, it's never been. Yeah. Like it's not its place. It's never. It was like in the little like cuartito in the little shed like. Towards the back behind all these boxes and crap <laughs> no, that nobody like moves. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like really hidden. Yeah, it's like somebody tried to hide it. And then, then you know, and then I'm feeling, I'm, I'm getting ready to fill up the tires. And one of them has a gash. It takes me like another hour to like get everything ready. <coughs> and then someone just said, yo, fucker, you didn't learn. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not today. You're not getting the point. <coughs> Damn it. That's crazy. I say oh man a lot. I catch that on the part when I when I'm re-listening, like, oh man. I have those little whispers of oh man. Oh man, I say oh man. <laughs> and it's it's more of like I don't know, because I'm I'm finding that I don't know what to call this period yet. If that e- that then to me that makes no sense. And if you th- if I think about Adam Robinson, I I brought him up about looking for the opposite. You know, the opposite must be true, and looking for things that don't make sense. So you mm-hmm. m- you're you're mi- you're missing a variable. And I don't feel I'm necessarily missing a variable. 
because if anything, I'm missing like variables. Like there's so much shit going on. And even like last week, I had mentioned this, you know, as we, st- no, I didn't, I didn't mention it. I mentioned this to you, Brian, after we finished recording that I, in, in my ear, at least the way I heard the, when I was re-listening to episode 39, it, it didn't sound so scatterbrained, but it's how I felt. And that's how I feel when I learn or when I'm like finding something new and I'm like, oh my God, and I just find all this information. And I felt like that's what happened last week. And I was like, man, why, why didn't I have better questions? Not that it, it didn't flow decent. But I just felt like, man, like it was too scatterbrained for me. It's probably just information overload, and you just kind of need to narrow it down. Yeah, and th- and that's basically the consensus that I came up with too. Is like, man, I just got so overwhelmed, and in a good way, because it's it's a, it's a topic that interested me and caught my attention. Because I even t- me and you, Brian, we had that our little like meeting after, like later on in the week, where I was like, dude, I need to talk to you because, like, I feel like this these videos are uncovering things, or I'm I'm learning more things about myself personally mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, does this really mean this or or could it be you know not as bad as I think it is? So I I want to try to dissect one of the videos, mm-hmm. and I, I am going to involve some other things that I've talked about from other from the other videos that have been uh, we've that I mentioned last week. But I want to try my best to centralize on one video, the first video that led me to then sending you the other videos. Okay. And the first video is the six type of people that you should avoid as far as shame. I sent you this video. Mm-hmm. And she mentions the six variables. So I'm going to take my time with this because I want to make sure I get these right. Uh, as far as like the six different people that you want to basically be aware of. And for me, I'll segue into this when we get there. But um, I feel like I fall, I have fallen into this myself being these type of people, one of those people that are sympathetic, not empathetic. And I even remember talking about this maybe even before the podcast. But where at some point I was like, man, I felt, I felt too default aggressive. And I was, I was very aware of it. But I was like, I don't know how to be empathetic. I don't know. Like, I, I've never had to deal with it because I don't know. I didn't even. And also, to be fair, as I also didn't, in, I didn't fully understand the definition of being empathetic. Right. Which now it's like when I am working with certain people, i.e., students, i.e., people that are working through like health issues. It's like that stuff I know, so I can be empathetic because I know how they feel, which is what empathy is. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh my! For me, it's a shot of lightning because like, okay, I get it, and I can just stay in my lane. And you know, for what I know for now. It makes a lot of sense, but anyways, I digress. Uh, so I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna start by saying the six types of people that um, that you might categorize as friends, but these variables uh, separate them from being real friends. And we'll get into what Brene, Dr. Brene Brown's looking for. She because op- this is from one of the Oprah like interviews with her. And at the end of at the second half of this little short video, it's only six minutes, so it's, people can watch it and like understand what exactly what we're talking about and mm-hmm. how we try to connect to ourselves. But the second half of the video, she's like, "So what are you looking for, Brene? Like, what do you look for when you're looking for a friend and so on?" So we're g- we'll get into that, but I want to start with these six things. So the first type of person uh, feels the sh- shame for you. They confirm how horrified you should be. Then there's an awkward silence. So then you have to make them feel better. Like, oh, my God, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad, Brian. You know, like that, you know, you yeah. should feel pretty shameful about that. And mm-hmm. and then, like, and I can't even act that out because, like, man, like, that, that's not how I would react. That's, that's definitely not one of the things that I would be. Yeah. For me, I feel like I, like, I <laughs> initially I, I would sound like that type of person. Like, man, yeah, that, like, you sucks. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, sort of like that. But... But reaffirming that, you know, ev- reassuring that person that everything's going to be okay, you know? Like, right, right. Like, yeah, 
you know, it, it, it seems <laughs> like it was pretty bad. You, you, you made a mistake, but you know, so what? We move on. But damn it, like I hate that. <laughs> that I guess that that description kind of is similar to to the reaction that I would have. Yeah, yeah. Except I, I try to reassure the person that, you know, it's right. okay. So, there, so there's, a, there's a little difference in like, okay, the final like sentence. Yeah. Whereas like, th- this is the person that goes default shame and then turn they turn themselves into the victim, which yeah. is crazy. Like, personally, I can't think of anything on top of my head. Like, I was thinking about this all, I literally watched this video all day long. Any chance I got, it's only six minutes, so like six minutes, six minutes, six minutes here, six minutes there. And, uh, and so I, I was just trying to get into this because I was like, man, like, like I said, I didn't want to, I want to stay, I want to regain focus. You know, like last week I gave a lot of definitions. I gave a lot of general insight onto Dr. Brene Brown and the way, and the way her research has molded uh, her thought process. But anyways, but yeah, to go, to have that awkward silence, now you have to make them feel better. When she said that, I was like, <laughs> how bad is that? Like for that, for that ultimate victim, because we've talked about victims before mm-hmm. in different aspects, different ways of being the victim. Whether you think it's not your fault or or your or your choice isn't the reason why you failed or whatever, no. When more than likely it is your choice. You yeah. you just said, "Oh my God, what?" You got, no, you got, I'm, just, you I'm just thinking example. of people that I know. Like you yeah. do know. Okay, that's fair. Okay, let's let's continue because we can we can definitely <sighs> jump into all this. I want to jump into it, but I, I want to get through these six yeah. uh, variable six variables of these people. Second type of person is a friend who responds with sympathy ra- rather than empathy. It's that I feel sorry for you versus I get it. I've been there, and another sympathetic, uh, tan, uh, not tangent, uh, sympathetic like possibility is like, oh, you poor thing. Now, mind you, Br- Dr. Brene Brown has focused, I'd say, ninety percent, if not more, of her research on females. So I want to get into like the male aspect. Like that, that's the that's the angle I want to take. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. and there's a reason why I want to. But anyways, but she's like, oh, you poor thing. And then there's another one in the book, and I haven't read the book. This is all from that Oprah er- interview, but. Um, the southern thing of like, oh, bless your heart, bless your heart. <laughs> and I, I laugh at that one because I don't say it. I say it when I'm kidding, like I say it in a very kidding way. But yeah. I've heard people who mean it. Oh, bless your heart, like, bitch, who do you, like what the hell are you telling me? Bless my heart, like, I mean, thank you, but don't, don't, yeah, uh, don't. For me, I take it as an antagonization. For one, I take it like that because yeah. I, I know that you think down on me. At least yeah. that's the way I feel. That's the way I take it. It, it sounds oh, bless a little your heart. demeaning. Yeah, oh, demeaning, that's a better word of demeaning. And I feel like, okay, you're looking down on me. You think you're better than me for whatever reason. And maybe you're smarter than me in, in multiple aspects. But don't, I mean, I in this case, for sure, because we're talking about friends and potential friends, you know, that would be shitty. If, uh, no one's, none of my friends have told me anything similar to that. I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, at least I feel like I'm on the right track. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, there's people that do say that. You know, it's like, God, shut up. You <laughs> know, get out of here. Anyways, <laughs> variable number three, variable number three is, this one got me pretty good. So, the friend who needs you to be the pillar of worthiness and authenticity, they can't help you because they're too disappointed in your imperfection and because you've let them down. Wow, that's not a friend. Right. I And, and it's interesting because I feel like that's how deep I sometimes get into my head where I feel like that, like that's where some of my shame is, I think uh, this, mm-hmm. and this now one, you no know, becoming vulnerable on this podcast, on this episode, but, um, it hit me because like the, you, you're the pillar of worthiness. I feel like I do have to set that example. And even then I've mentioned this too, where as much example as I set or I try to set, it's still never feel, it feels like it's not enough or people don't take to it. They get discouraged because of all the stuff I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. But I think the second part of that is that, that that's where I'm like that's not a friend where yes you know I it's agree. like you're n- you're kind of thinking of of these people as like 
unworthy and and you're they're never gonna do anything right they're never gonna achieve anything yeah you know or make that potential like right no i completely agree no yeah it's interesting right right yeah because that's the big thing like the the second like you said the second part is you know they can't help you because they're too disappointed in your failure or your shame in this case and it's like damn that's terrible (laughs) you know like i mean that's another example like that second half of this part number three is like I've never experienced that. I've only experienced the first part of like, okay, I do feel like I have, I do carry a weight that I, but I, but I be knowingly have that. I mm-hmm. know that I have it. And I take it on with full responsibility. Right. I'm not saying, oh, I, I need to do this and blaming other people. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not the case. And even one time me and Brian, I remember you, me and you talking and I told him, what about, and I, I remember, I, I slightly remember your answer, but I had, I had mentioned that this was in the podcast, in any podcast, but it was like taking ownership of everything literally everything and you said man if you take ownership of everything like like that's that's like a big play and in my head personally like i i feel like that a lot of the time because and this is the only reason why because i can find the variable that went wrong that's like and this is goes back to understanding is that i feel like if you understand then you can take ownership of the situation to try to help better the situation so that was my take, and I, I and frankly, when I told you, when I asked you that, like, you know, what about you know, extreme ownership of everything, and you give me that response, it's like, yeah, like I, I do feel like that's a fair answer. It's just like I don't, I personally don't feel like that, mm-hmm. and I, I never knew if that would come up again or not, but obviously it did right now, because again, this pillar of worthiness and whatnot, yeah. it did strike a chord for me very strongly. It's like, okay, you know what, uh, how do we move from here? So, anyways, number four. Number four is the friend who scolds you. And says, how did you let this happen? I feel like maybe I've been that person. Maybe. I like how could same. you my only thing and it's no this is no excuse, but the only thing I can think of is that it's usually with younger people. With me, I, I feel like it's it's more specifically towards like one or two people. Okay. And it's because in the sense like that I expect them to know better, like, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- we <coughs> we hang out, and, and I feel like we we should influence them enough, or I should influence them enough mm-hmm. to where, you know, they, you know better. Right. Like I, agree. I agree. It's I not agree. it's not. I deal with this with Luis every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's not, it's not, like, in a condescending or demeaning way. It's just, like, man, like, you, you really should know yeah. better. Like, it, it was a really kind of careless mistake right so my approach to this now because I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you're you're fitting this way because th- my approach to this now because like i said i i deal with this th- with luis uh more often than not so what i say now i'm like you know what you don't understand so I, that means i need to, i need to teach you i'm like dude you can't do this and this is why you can't do this um because I, I used to just think that like man you should know better like why don't you know better why and the thing is what struck a chord with me is like i always hear parents say that and i always hear teachers say that mm-hmm. i'm like okay that that's i i Nothing ever gets resolved from that. Yeah. And I'm learning that as, as deep as you can go with the, the term why and the question why, eventually, cause, because that can be the, like, the longest rabbit hole of your life, why? Because I've stemmed it to where, like, okay, it, the why begins with your upbringing, and then you have to stem into your parents' upbringing, cause then, and then that, tell, that, tra- that trees out, that branches out to like, their upbringing and then their parents, because it's a, we're all a, an accumulation of our past, right? Right. At least that's what I think. So <clears throat> when I get back to Luis, I was like, "Why didn't you, why did, am I? Did, wh- you don't know. Why don't you know better?" 
So then I, so I say that. I'm like, whoa, whoa. So then I, I stop myself now. And I'm like, you obviously don't understand. So now we need to fix that and find out why. And find out what we can do and how we can do it effectively to make sure it doesn't happen again. But yeah. I definitely feel strongly about you know what, what Brian said as far as, and like, dude, you should know better. Mm-hmm. But now, again, because we understand certain things, I think we can now search for the what and the why to then help. Because obviously, now it's obvious, because they made the mistake, that we can help them get out. Now, interesting enough is that I can imagine, because at least for me, I have Luis that looks up to me. And I say that in the full, like, humbleness, because it's like, you know, it's, it's a big response. I mean, for me, it's a, it's a responsibility that I'm taking on that I, I feel very uh, strong about. And Brian, you have your siblings and, you know, you have your peers as well. And uh, because of that, because of that understanding, we can now hopefully approach this different. Like I'm working on it slowly, but it's, man, it's, it's just so interesting because, again, the why only gets so far. And you can go on a long ass rabbit hole. Yeah. And we can talk to, we could probably talk to Tony Robbins for days about the why. And he can probably give us every single string of our past, like a psychologist would, you know, <laughs> going to a, cl- you know, a clinical psychologist, mm-hmm. you know, therapist that would say, okay, this is why, and this is why, and this is why. But, uh, yeah, how did you let this happen? It's like, because they're more like because they're a kid. They haven't experienced it yet. They don't know better. Uh, yeah, and it sucks. Cause I've had those moments where I'm just like, how did I let this how happen? How did I let this happen? Yeah. And and I asked myself the question, like, the, I basically <coughs> kind of, like, scold myself the same way, mm-hmm. like, you know better. Like, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, man. And oh, this is what I wanted to tie in as well. Is like, imagine the shame when you tell somebody younger than you. And for, for me, that's my. It turns. It's seeming that that's my key. Mm-hmm. Is that you're working with young. You're working with an adolescent. Working with a younger adults, right? That it's like when you when we scold them, the shame that they may feel, and how detrimental that would be, as opposed to like the guilt. Remember, shame. Shame is. Mm-hmm. I am not enough, and guilt is like, okay, I didn't do enough, I can fix that, right? So stemming from that and trying to aim more for a guilt trip and help him fix it, and not, but not be shameful because it, it's turning out, and based on Bernie, Dr. Bernie Brown's you know, research of the past 13 years uh, leading up to 2017, that you know, shame is very long-term effect yeah. that stems, you know, that, that af- or that affects a person, could be for a lifetime, you mm-hmm. know? Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking of a Joey Diaz story, but I kind of want to keep going because we can, we c- I can tell that into because I was watching Joey Diaz on Joe Rogan earlier, mm-hmm. and he had a story about uh, his mom and stuff. But I'll, we'll keep going. I'll, maybe I'll bring it up later. So point number five is a friend who's all about making it better, and out of their own discomfort refuses to acknowledge that you could actually be crazy and make terrible choices. And the quote example is, "You're exaggerating. It wasn't that bad." I know plenty, and that one I know plenty of people of. Like, oh, it wasn't that bad, dude. And for me, because my thing is, and I, I, you can relate, Brian, because you're all, you're off stage. So on stage, like, man, this person messed up. I freaking messed up. I missed that harmony note. I missed mm-hmm. a guitar solo. I I missed this part. And dude, it wasn't that bad. No one could hear it. It's like, but I know I freaking yeah. messed up. And it's it's happened, you know. And it's happened with you mm-hmm. when I talk to you, and then for Eddie too, when he's talking to like, his, to other people, whatever. It's like, oh, oh man, you sounded great. It's like, and in our heads, like, well, it's hard to come over that when yeah. we, well, we know I, exactly. What I say it to, to play it down, so it's like, yeah, you know, it's something to look out for and fix. Yeah, but it's not the end of the world. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and that's where the stoic agreeness, agreeing that or agreeableness. I don't even know. None of those are words, but the, the agreement. Yeah, affirmation. <laughs> that's probably better. Affirmations, agreements, 
that we can tie into stoicism. But I guess for others that I have heard, like, oh, dude, it's not that bad. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it was bad enough. Because yeah. I, I think the point of, of friend number five here is that person that doesn't look for a solution at the end. They're just like, ah, it's not that bad. Just shake it off and just let it be. Mm-hmm. Like, no, <laughs> we can't. Because it, yeah. it'll only get worse, right? Which, of course, you understand that. We, you know, we, we have an understanding. But uh, that one I do feel because, like, oh, we didn't hear anything. It's like, <sighs> If only you heard, like, hear, listen through my ears, mm-hmm. and not like again, not to sound arrogant, but it's the fact, it's the matter of fact of like music and how serious we try to take this to be the best we can. You know, we yeah. we don't take it lightly. Uh, any night that we're out. <clears throat> All right, last one, number six, friend who confuses connection with opportunity to one up you, and this one's funny to me, and I've I've I'm guilty of this one too. Well, that's nothing. Let listen to what happened to me. I think I, I've <laughs> been guilty of that. I don't know if, I don't know. Part of me feels like lately I've been better about it, mm-hmm. but I definitely know that I have done it Same. In the past. I've even caught now, that after, after watching this video now multiple times, between you know last week and this week, is that it's almost a habit for me, which is very bad. But I can honestly, slay, honestly say, and especially for those listening, is like if I say that, I'm saying it to try to help you. It's like, hey, dude, it's a... I mean it in the I did worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it in 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 the sense of like you're okay, like don't worry about it. Worse things are going on in the world. But given this context, it's like it may not be the best approach. Mm-hmm. Which is which now I'm like okay, I need yeah, to watch myself. It's almost and okay. like you're trying you're like taking focus away from from that person yes. where you know in 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 a scenario where you could kind of help and comfort them and make them feel better about it you're just kind of like taking the spotlight and be like no 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 you've got nothing to worry about which is still in a sense when you say it even that way it sounds like you're trying to help you know like that's what like i'm saying your problem is you're okay yeah yeah like, it's not that bad like you're i almost died <laughs> right <laughs> yep <laughs> but, then, but then yeah it, it, man it may be honest i mean because i think we mean it in a in a very well like manner sincere and, and they're hel- sincere is a better helpful word. way and and but i, I can i don't know i can kind of see both yeah yeah because i because like, cause like i said it's, it's more of a s- the psychological thing of like oh your situation is not that bad listen to me yeah you know like that sounds yeah if you if you because it, it would it probably have way. to be s- it, it would also probably have to be said <sighs> in an arrogant way you know it, have to, it would have to be said like that yeah. like oh dude that's nothing listen to my story you know listen to me you yeah. know, which I've seen those people. I think those are different people than, like, what I've, at least personally, honestly, what I've tried to say. Like, no, dude, like, you're okay. Like, this is what ha- this is what happened to me. Like, dang. Like, like, and I, and for me, frankly, and for those listening, like, I don't ask for sympathy and minimally empathy because, like, I'm barely understanding empathy myself. But as far as sympathy is, like, save that shit. Like, and I, I say that in a very growing way because I just want to find, sol- more times than not, I just want to find solutions. Like, yeah. I, I try not to sulk because I know, I know where I go when I, when that happens. I, I know exactly where I go and where my head goes and I would just rather not go there. Yeah. And that's what that is. So, th- those, are the, those are the six types of people that Brene Brown talks in this particular video which will be, the link will be in the show notes and it was in last week's as well. Like I said, the main thing was just that the fact that I was so scatterbrained because I had, I just overloaded my brain with information. I'm like, oh my God, this and oh my God, this and oh my God, this and oh my God, this Let's start from the beginning, and and really, frankly, next week we're, we're, what I'm gonna dive deeper into because I mentioned it briefly last week too is trust, and I even told Brian and f- you know for the people who do listen, uh, consistently is like you know like 
the question came up with my head. I'm like, man, do I have trust issues? You know, like it, like it, and Brian's like, he's like, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe there's like, you know, there's some mitigation that you already, that's not as bad as you think it is. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's for one, it's workable, you know, yeah. the, it's solution able, you know, or maybe you, it's, it's, it's normal, you know, the, 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 the trust issue, quote unquote, that you do have is, is normal. Yeah. You know, it's, you obviously you're not going to trust everybody. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe the people that you the people or circumstances that you don't trust mm-hmm. is a healthy right like right healthy and that gauge. makes sense and I, I'm probably gonna get into that main chunk next week but but it got that deep I'm like oh my hold on I'm, I'm getting deep into the weeds here and that's w- that's when I realized like man I think I I think I watched too much material in in a short because I did this in like 48 hours like from Sunday all day Sunday to Monday evening when me Brian and Eddie were uh, getting ready to record and you know I felt like. I had questions then coming come into the night and like the questions for me were not good enough and you know uh, that's just me that's just a me thing um, and it's not even a, about being unsatisfactory it's just like man like it this this episode didn't come out the way I had heard it you know the way I have uh, planned the other ones and even this one I feel like this one's flowing better but because the concentration is different you know I'm not I'm not concentrating on three different videos I'm not trying to circle in a bunch of connections from three different videos like no we're we're going to dissect this one video and think about all the things that we can think of and for those listening we can all think about you know people that we know and how do we ourselves so uh, what are we guilty of I, I think that's the biggest thing that I want to bring in also today is like you know which one do you fall into and Brian which one do you think maybe out of the six that would be maybe your number one that you can that we've talked about now. Well, like I said, you're guilty in of. the past. I think the, the like trying to one up you, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how that is. It'd be between that one, the one upping, and then the one where, you know, you kind of like you should know better. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's <coughs> fair. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, I let me see. I'm I'm just gonna start from the top. So like the friend who responds with sympathy. I never I. I skipped sympathy. I would just go default aggressive. I remember telling you that too, Brian. Where like, and so this is this was deep into like Jocko and like that whole like just straight mindset. Which now like I've learned so much more about Jocko. And if you listen to all his podcast, he's he's done ninety five episodes now, and you know it'll be ninety six this week. And if you listen to him, you, you'll hear change in his approach to leadership and how that coincides with relationship building, which is my key that I'm taking out of his material. But uh. Uh. But yeah, I, 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 and even now, I mean, I, I'm still guilty now, but I do incorporate empathy because I understand it. Right. I just got to know when to do that. Because then, there, I mean, frankly, I mean, we, and Brian, you've seen some of the adults that I work with. And it's like, how do I have empathy for that? For some, not all of them. I, some, I, you know, like, I get it and I try to just, uh, I try to flank them, you know, go find another direction to get into their brains, get into their minds to help them get better. But there's a few other adults that we interact with, like, I, I no, just go work, you know, go or go do or quit, quit the fucking job or whatever, whatever you want to do. And this is a this is a worse one. I haven't I have yet to say it, but I I think about it like go get a divorce. Like if you're that if you're that miserable, yeah. it's because yeah, like if you're that unhappy, like to that extent, like don't don't allow yourself to yeah. to you know to be that. To yeah, take the steps necessary. Yeah, although you know I'm not married, so I don't know right. all the same, variables. Right, and same right, but. I feel like there still are steps to take, you know, that that could maybe make the situation a little better. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the the whole point. Is like, uh, like you're freaking, you know, let's say forty, whatever. Like you're twice my age. Like what the hell, <laughs> you know? 
oh my god you're so lucky oh my god you got to go on vacation oh my god like oh, yes you I, can too. i said i i'm gonna take these days off i'm not gonna be here don't bother me because i'm not gonna be in town like that's what i say <laughs> or 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 well i guess this one i've gone default like oh how do you get in shape i'm like well i'm not i'm i was in better shape last year because I've, I've kind of fallen off the wagon I've, I've done better now especially now that i'm training for the go ruck in corpus in a few weeks in three weeks so i have gone back into a better little regiment but you know, like, oh my God, you're in such good shape. I'm like, how do you know? I'm like, you know how these lungs feel after a work after a workout. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's just something I laugh about. But but uh, but anyways, <laughs> default aggressiveness and thrown out sympathy. That that's just my thing. Like, it, it, that's just that's just the sympathy is hard to have when there's usually a solution. Ninety five percent of the time, there's a solution. And even on episode ninety five, Jock talks about you know, of course. And you can watch on my Instagram or on my uh, my Snapchat where uh, Jago talks about briefly, like, he's like, I know that there's some things that you can't control. Like, you get a sickness, let's say cancer or, or disease of sorts. There's circumstances you can't, like, you they're can't help. out of your control. Right, they're out of your control, but, and this is very preachy, which I, I try to steer away from, but you can't dwell, I mean, that dwell in the past aspect. You know, I, I, I don't want to get too preachy, but it's the fact that there are solutions out there, and that's, like, the whole point and like the whole movement with life concept too, like the whole thing that I'm learning and seeing every week, week in, week out, coming into this recording and then uh, going out and talking to people and talking to Brian out off the microphone. Then we then come in and have a conversation on this on the microphone. It's like there's a solution. Like there's there's got to be something there, you know. And and uh, it's funny that you know vulnerability, trust then coincides with fear which i'll bring up i'm probably gonna bring up that in two weeks you know next week i, wa I really want to hit trust hard um so i don't want to stem too far into fear but uh, i remember saying over a year ago this was probably two years ago when, right when i right around when i moved back and i started working with eddie more full-time and we we're having a conversation about I had to be, i i want to say it was about like religion and stuff like that mm -hmm. and about whether the, whether there's a god or not i'm like you know what whether there is or not i'm not gonna judge you for your thoughts right but I think that if you don't think that there is the higher power, then that's out of fear. So hearing Dr. Brene Brown talk about vulnerability, trust. Oh, I can't trust it because I can't see it. Yes. There's a stem of fear there, which then, then we can rabbit hole into the why and like, okay, what's your past? What's your parents' past? How did your parents raise you? And all these questions that I've, so, I've slowly brought up here on the podcast here and there, but... I know me and Brian have definitely like talked about that off the mic as well. Um, I couldn't even tell you what episodes if we did talk about it here, but but just the fact that your past and your upbringing, and then your parents' upbringing have a lot to do with that. Because now that I'm talking to people, especially at the gym, and now I'm I'm starting to build some good relationships with some clients, that I, I I do go that far. I do go as far as like they're like, oh man, I got so frustrated with this person in my family. I'm like, okay, well why? And then we and then we go from there. I'm like, well, what did they do that did this? And then well, how's their past? You know where. Uh, you know, why are they acting like this? There's there's usually a reason. Anyways, I can if you want me to <laughs> dissect you, we can we can definitely do that. And I, I, like I said, it's all about asking the right questions. Which yeah. is a which is a Tim Ferriss thing that I take off. You know, take asking asking good questions that get you somewhere, not not take you too far into a rabbit hole that you can just get, find an answer and then find another answer. There's no there's no solution out of that. Mm -hmm. Whereas the the what and the the what and the how are what I'm starting to stem into, which is, you know, problem solving for you know whatever we run into so then so then those are the six points that Br dr Brene brown brings up in this video and uh 
So then Oprah transitions really well, obviously, because she's Oprah. But uh, so then she'll say she said something along the lines of like, "So what are you looking for when you're when you're looking for that friend?" You know, and uh, one of the things that Br- Dr. Brene Brown brings up, I just can't say, I can say Dr. Brown because Dr. Brene Brown. I'm saying say her name over. I think everybody. I think hopefully by now everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're barely tuning in now, you're fast forwarding. Like that's kind of weird. But uh, <laughs> right. Anyways, Dr. Brown brings up like the person should want no how ba- well the ba- basically the person should want to love you because of your vulnerability not think down on you because of your vulnerability yeah what i w- and that it makes sense right i think it makes sense for us and ma- and probably for those listening too what's interesting and i i cuz this kind of one of the first questions that i came up with was like how do you think that affects us as males because remember, like with males, we don't want to, s- and th- and I agree. Cause I, I feel I feel you know, essentially up until now, up until maybe the late '90s or the '90s period, you know, men were the breadwinners, and now there's no. Tra- I mean, you're an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. You're CEO. You're CEO. It's all mm-hmm. it's it's all good. And I'm I'm totally for everything. Like you want you succeed in your way, dale gas, go. It's all good. But when she brought up this, you know, the person that you consider a real friend should be the one that, you know, accepts you for your vulnerability and, uh, you know, likes your vulnerability. Not despite, but <coughs> because of. Yes. She said it close to the, yeah, exactly mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, she even said, you know, uh, quote, unquote, move the body, friends, which they'll show up and wade through the deep with you, you know. And one where, you know, if you have one of those friends, then you're good. And she, and she says if you have two or three, then you won the lottery, yeah. which is super interesting because, we're in such a monetary world, at least in the United States, mm-hmm. at least, you know, where it's like people have not everybody. Cause I feel like people do have their friends, but maybe for those that <coughs> excuse me, my voice is going out. It's literally going out. Anyways, uh, you know, when she brought up one, if you have two or three, then you won the lottery. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, like that. That's and even Oprah's like, oh, my God, like <laughs> she, she just bought blew a gasket because she just she's like, oh, my God. And when Dr. Brown put it in terms of the lottery, you won the lottery, that's even more so because the, the, the stereotype of the lottery is money, millions of dollars, you know, you know, before taxes, but still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but it's interesting. Like, so I, I, I do want to try to have a conversation now or like you know, transition to the, the fact of how, how it affects me, maybe how it affects you, like what, what you're thinking now. And I'm, I'm going to tr- I'm, I'm try to think of it myself because it, it's very interesting because Again, Dr. Brown did the majority of her research on females. And this is this is the part I want to also bring up so we can segue properly. Is that one guy when she when she released I don't know, I don't know if it was Braving the Wilderness or the, her Imperfections book. It was one of her books, right? And this gentleman went up to her and had three signed for from her at the book signing. And she said, and he, I think I think the question revolved around like. Um, do you only interview women or, or has this research only been through women? And, and she's like, yeah, like, yeah, actually, yes, for the most part. And she's like, interesting. She's like, how come, and he says, how convenient that's the, well, that's, that's his response. Like how convenient. And he, and so this, this also, and this is a side note because it's from a different video. It's just something I'm remembering from another video, but, and he's like, how convenient. And she kind of like, oh my God. Like she, I'm pretty sure she felt kind of bad. Cause it's like, you know, I'm, I'm buying these three books from my, for my wife and two daughters. Do- I think wife and two daughters is what she, who's buying it for. And he's like, because for me, 
and this is him talking like for me they would rather me die on the white horse than me than watch me fall off or something like something to that effect mm-hmm. like they would have him like sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice you know not be vulnerable because he's the strong man he's the breadwinner he's the one who brings it home every week or whatever you know they'd re- at, at least in his eyes mm. to him his family would rather see him do that and fight to the death than fail and and she said she she then feels like she's like oh my god like you know like you know it, it's interesting how how it affects you know women affect men men affect women yeah and she brings up this quote that I'm going to try to find I'm, I don't want to fuck it up so uh, we, I, I'll probably bring up that video again because I'm, cause I'm, I'm now, I'm now dissecting video by video. So again, we're gonna probably. St- it seems like we're gonna stay on this topic for the next month. I mean, next three weeks at least. This is week number two, so maybe two to three weeks from now, we're still gonna continue on this topic because that's frankly how many videos I watched <laughs> two weeks ago where I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, so take on the aspect of m- of the men and and how maybe that's changing or no not how maybe how the, it it is changing now and you know trying to navigate that and then you know we work on our like right now we're working on our fan- financial lives working on our careers working on certain personal things that we want to improve on and then that third aspect of like you know relationship building but then taking a step further as far as like family building and like that and mm-hmm. like the point of also is like it's not that you know it's trying to be vulnerable you know keeping that in mind so I don't know if you have uh, for me it just <coughs> it's just difficult for I think it's difficult for men to to open up and and become vulnerable especially at the beginning of a new relationship or you know new connection. However, I do think that it's happening more maybe. <coughs> and for me personally, I think I'm I'm becoming more open to that. Mm-hmm. Like before, it was just kind of like, no, just keep everything to yourselves. Kind of have that barrier. Yeah, yeah. And and now it's like, well, you know, if you're going to try to build a connection with somebody, why not start it off? Not not necessarily that this is like the best way or the right way, but why not, you know, start it with uh, a better sense of authenticity, just more genuine, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, becoming vulnerable because... I feel that that's that's kind of where where you you can build a stronger connection when when you when you're open about things and and you're not really afraid of of getting hurt. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's 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 it <laughs> and it's crazy for me because I've told you about what's going on this past weekend and like going th- and it's nothing crazy because it's 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 chill, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. It's the, it's the w- it's appropriate for the time being because I, I am busy as well. But what I did realize today uh, when I was listening to this video and, and pondering and pondering and pondering, I'm just going in circles in my own head to, to try to uh, navigate, you know, uh, as far just navigate the information. Uh, I was like, man, okay, I, I'm consciously trying to be vulnerable. How do I feel? Not bad. Okay, that was mem- that was number one. Not bad. I'm like, okay, I'm like because this may be a failure. What's gonna happen next? It's like, well, I'm just gonna try again. You know, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, okay, we're trying to be more open about things, right? We're we're consciously trying to be a little more vulnerable, right? But is that is it too soon? Like you know, when you're building a new connection, mm-hmm. a new relationship. Is it possible that men are b- are opening up are opening up and becoming 
vulnerable too soon to where it's kind of unappealing. Hmm. May- maybe. Interesting enough, though, because I, cause I definitely, like, hold back for a while, especially now, like, I take my time. And it's more of a test of patience because, and I think I've talked about patience as far as, like, me being on the road. Like, I mean, come December, me and, me and Eddie are going back to Nashville. And hopefully, we're hoping Gonzo tags along. We don't know. He, he hasn't confirmed with us yet. But we are going back to Nashville. And it's like, you know, the patience for me to be gone for seven days, you know. And so, so that it's, I'm, I'm glad you went that route because it, 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 I'm already, I am trying to work that now because I know my situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people only see the social media and like, oh my God, he's playing the show here. He's traveling here. That, that's a badass picture. He looks, uh, whatever females say about guys that they're attracted to, like, oh my God, this guy, you know, played guitar and blah, blah, you know, all that stuff. And, uh, so it's like, it's, it's interesting mitigating that because I know for me, for sure, first impression is important. So I become... I guess I just show enough confidence where it's like, hey, I'm here, you know. But, at, you know, my – my because the thing is also – well, I guess for me, what I give my point of view is like I'm always looking for that stem to jump into conversation. Like I'm looking for that one word or that one sense like that lets me say, oh, really, let me ask you this. You know, let me, let me go off on that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I, I, do, I do see how maybe some – maybe jump too quick you know where it is too quick and how do you think you fall into that category i don't know i i don't know i feel like like once within the last maybe two years mm-hmm. i i did just a little a little too much too soon just a little bit and then kind of pulled away that might have made things worse i don't know yeah right right yeah. and that's but another thing like a man so man <laughs> and this this could be a this could, this is going to be a rabbit hole on its own but like you know so girls vary too women yeah, vary so too it's not, <laughs> yeah you you can't use the same formula thing, for everyone right so one thing i did come up with is like okay i it seems and for people who can't see i'm moving my hands here i'm like it seems in a very hesitant way that like you literally have to just go and do and and it's easier said than done it's not easy it's not an easy fucking thing and that's that's one thing that i think maybe as males we can allow ourselves to be vulnerable is like that the fact that it's not easy but we are like a trying you know we are trying that's Mm -hmm. the part of the biggest thing that hopefully more females will then watch dr bernie brown maybe listen to this podcast maybe then go to dr bernie brown look at her research and show and see how you know the dichotomy of men and women uh you know affect each other you know, because yeah. it's like, yeah, no, I and like I said, I, I did I did want to go into this question because it's like, the like you know, given the husband talking about this, like, you know, my, my family would rather see me fight on the horse. And she's like, oh, my God. And I, and for me, that my little aha moment, as Oprah calls him, was the fact that, OK, maybe I can use this information and try to try to start at least start building a male perspective. And the fact that, like, you know what, we are in our in our age right now, technology, te- technology wise. You know, interaction-wise, it's just, you know, I would say, you know, uh, pretty low as far as interaction, like actual, like face-to-face interaction, mm-hmm. whereas, like, you know, a lot, so many people are way more comfortable talking through text or whatever. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's it's very, I mean, I like, I like the instant gratification of, like, okay, I, I can know now, and then I can then go get my calendar. Because for, for me, it's, I mean, 80% of my work on my phone is, is communication for shows and then substituting and then working at the gym. Mm-hmm. So, given those three main variables that uh, uh, mass, you know, my day, my weeks, then you know, it 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 works. Yeah. 
but you know, for everyone else that maybe you know, and obviously, and this is go, this is a total Jocko thing of like, there are things that you cannot <laughs> foresee. You know, like there's there's I mean we get that and I get that, and you know, and that's one thing that I'm I'm seeing a lot of like new like little gyms pop up, like new companies, mm-hmm. and to me, at least okay, this is only my point of view, but a lot of these gyms are trying to say that they're the end all be all of conditioning. And I'm like, that's horseshit. I can probably find a video, uh, a, a flaw. Now, that's a very pessimistic thing to do. But I'm like, you can't preach end all be all just to make a profit. That's my point. Yeah. Because I see, I do see that happening now. You know, and 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 there's more than one gym. There's more than one gym out there as far as like franchises and whatnot. And just go on. I mean, honestly, like just Google it, and you'll find a branch branches of franchises that you can start your business today. You know. Starting under under seventy five grand or starting under hundred grand, mm-hmm. which is cheap. I mean, anything under hundred grand to start a business is cheap as hell. Uh, but, but anyways, I can stop digressing. <laughs> we can move forward here. So, another piece that Dr. Brown says that I guess two points that uh, that are here, and I want I want I, I wrote it shorthand like well my shorthand. Like, Everybody says I write like a doctor. I'm like, I can't, I can't confirm that because I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But uh, basically, sometimes a friend will bring up their story that strikes our own shame nerve. And the bottom line, it's, it's, it's supposed to, it should help you yourself realize if it strikes your shame nerve that we're all human, we're all imperfect, and we sh- all should be vulnerable. And the second piece that I want to tie these two points together is like, you know, it's hard to, uh, I don't know, if, I can't remember, I think Dr. Brown says this, but it's hard to practice compassion when we're working on our own authenticity, worthiness, because it's off balance. And I thought those two points did correlate together. But uh, as far as striking our own shame nerve, like, you know, becoming defensive. And honestly, I, I've, I've been trying to think of, because I feel like I have been that, like, you know, because for me, what I would call that is ego check. Mm-hmm. But because that's, it's a little too maybe uh, general because it doesn't have to do with shame necessarily. Like, I don't feel a certain way. I just know that I have to stop talking at some point. Right. Um, I don't know if you can think of, you know, maybe a shame nerve, ego check, slash ego check. I, we have, I mean, I, I, I can edit this particular part, but we have mm-hmm. some time that I'm, I'm, I'm just, cause I'm trying to think myself of the fact like, hmm, when was, okay, maybe we can go like this route. When was the last time that you can think of you had an ego check? I had one yesterday. I don't know, bro. Okay, let me, let me give mine and maybe I'll let you think. Yeah. Uh, so, so yesterday, and it, and, okay, it, and it wasn't quite an ego check, but it was a shame nerve that when I re-listened to this today, I was like, oh shit, I, I, I feel like I fucked up. So I'm with Luis, we're at, we're at, we're leaving church, we're already on our way back, so, the thing is that Luis has CCD before church. So, I take him, and I, I go, I, what I did, I went to go clean my car, and then I usually just hang on the parking lot, because I had to wait for church. <clears throat> I have about an hour wait for church. So, before I got off for CCD, I was like, hey, dude, did you bring your phone? He's like, oh, no, I didn't bring it, I didn't bring it today, like, to, to, to the church, right? Usually, and sometimes he'll leave it at home, so I'm like, well, maybe he did leave it at home. So, I said, okay. So, then we, he goes to CCD, we go through church, we go through mass. We're leaving, and he busts out his phone. And this is terrible, and people are gonna people are gonna shame me for this, like really bad. And I, I, I felt I felt it, and I, I apologized immediately after. I said, "You asshole!" <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, 
I was like, what the fuck, bro? Because I said, what the fuck, bro? I'm like, you don't have to lie to me. Just say you don't want to lend me your phone. Because he has a hotspot thing, so I borrow it for the Wi-Fi. Because I don't, I mean, my, I'm already out of data, so I'm like, okay. That's, yeah. And it's, I mean, that, that's a whole thing that I can, okay, take extreme ownership. And, I use, and obviously, I didn't use my phone because I didn't have Wi-Fi. But my point is, and I, I said, so, so I went through this, and I was like, dude, like, you don't have to lie to me. Not even white lies. Like, why? I'm like, the truth comes out because you forgot that you lied to me earlier. And he's, he's like, and he, he took out his head. He's like, he's like, I'm sorry. And I said, okay. I said, I'm sorry too. I didn't mean to call you an asshole. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Because my thought was this. My thought was shame. Yeah. I'm like, because I know he looks up to me. So if, if it comes out of my mouth, then he must be. And if it, if it's, cause, and this isn't like an ongoing thing. Like I don't call him an asshole. Like, all, you know, like ever. And funny thing is, because what struck a chord with me, this is continue, continuing on this tangent, is that a while, this was earlier, maybe in the spring, he would say, I'm such an asshole. I'm such an asshole. And I wasn't calling him this then. I wasn't calling him this then. And, and, I, and I was like, and it, it, but it didn't click to me, of course, till now. And more so after, especially because of the shame talk, given that, let's say in the spring, he called himself an asshole. And now I just said it. So I'm only confirming that he must be, yeah. which is shame, not guilt. Makes sense. So that, that's why I said, so that's what I'm saying. And this is being very honest. I mean, this is, is going to be on the internet on Thursday. So this is being very honest with everybody. Like, hey, I do mess up. And I'm telling you exactly how I messed up. Um, quick side note is like all these little mess ups, I think, are going to stay like on here and different mediums because, and I told Brian this, like, I feel like too many people are writing books. And I f- intuitively, I don't feel like that's the right medium for me to go. As much as I wanted to, and I, I still plan on writing a lot in December once I get back from Nashville. Um, I plan on doing a ton of writing. I just don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Um, but anyways, uh, going back to my shame, and what, and I was like, oh. And I, in my head, I like, oh, sh- I fucked up. Like, I know. I, 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 and it wasn't instant. It took me a minute. But it took me a minute because I remembered for that, that, that moment, I remembered him calling himself, oh, I'm such an asshole. And he thought it was cool. Like, he laughed about it. Like, oh, I'm so smart. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I'm such an asshole. Ha, ha, ha. Like, it was just, yeah. it was normal. I'm like, whoa. And even then, I'm like, dude, you're not. Like, I'm like, we're strong. Like, we're, and I call it, I, I have to call it, like, strong-willed. Like, we, we understand what we want. So, like, there's a certain aspect of that, that of seriousness. Mm-hmm. So, I, I did try to re-engineer, like, okay, you're not an asshole. You just, you just know what you want. And sometimes you have to be stern with people because not everybody gets it. But I fucked up yesterday. One slip-up, bro. Like, and, and like I said, it, it, was, it wasn't good. And I, I apologize. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I did, I still feel bad now because I'm like, this could be detrimental for the next six months. Like, this isn't just yesterday. Yeah. It's not just yesterday. And and this is where we can maybe connect the fact that um, how long it can take to help, you know, help somebody, help yourself. And now if people can connect themselves with, oh, my God, how many times have I been told this? And what actually, what, what, what do I think I am? You know, things like that. Just one up me, bro. Just one up number six. Just one up me, bro. <laughs> I'm just I kidding. can't one up you. I'm just kidding. That was a dick no. move. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> How could you let that happen? Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. But any, but I mean, I guess we can maybe continue. I mean, we're we're about wrapping it up here. We're 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 close to the hour mark. But uh, but that, I guess that that was mine. That you know, and uh, and like I said, maybe we can we can, maybe in our case, for me because of Jocko because I started off with ego checks before I started with shame. Um, that's my biggest connector for, I guess, for the sickness is that ego check. You know, when, when did you get, when did someone get a rise out of it? Maybe you didn't react to it, but in your head, it sparked something. That 
was that that one time a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago maybe now, that I told you you ran into like a mutual friend, and he was like, we should catch up, and I was like, oh yeah, just get with Andy and like. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> that was like last like, week. It was like like two weekends ago. <laughs> oh man, sorry, messing around with the mic, but um, yeah, that to me it. I felt bad after because it almost seemed like I didn't want to catch up or, like, I didn't want to bother with it, like, <coughs> or, like, I don't know, man. <coughs> but to me, it just seemed so easy because, you know, you've you've said that, you know, you guys have had, you know, some interactions more recently. Right, yeah, m- yeah. Much more recently than I had right, yeah, with yeah. him. That's why, and you had told me about those, so it just seemed so easy for me to say, oh, yeah, just, you know, just get with Andy. <laughs> That's still funny, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, just because right, I'm right. so bad at at socializing, like I'm, I don't know, man. Like sometimes I feel like it comes across as, as like um, I just don't like people, maybe. Or, but I'm just really bad at like formalities in in socializing. Yeah. Like I'll forget to introduce myself or something, or or I'll say likewise when it doesn't even apply to that person. <laughs> you know, like like at the restaurant when they're like, oh, enjoy your meal, like oh, likewise, but they're just, you know, they're just they're just charging you. They're yeah. not eating. Yeah. <coughs> So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my intention, but definitely afterwards I was like, "Damn it!" Like that was I, yeah, that the probably could have handled <laughs> it better. Do you have any? Uh, this this is totally like I guess we can I mean, not even on topic, but do you have any like go tos as far as like that? Because I know I, like we like like likewise. Like I have a go to. I say that a lot. I say likewise a lot, and thank you when when they bring me like at the table at a at a restaurant mm-hmm. anything they bring me or anything they do i always say thank you just because i'm so used to it like at work mm-hmm. like at work when i'm requesting like information or reports i i always say thank you or thanks and uh i, I feel like i really overdo it at <laughs> restaurants but it, i can't really help it well i think the thank you's okay i think that's pretty especially if yeah, they're bringing I, you something i feel like i'm overdoing you it like you know? just a little bit because every time they come i'm like oh no, thanks I, thank you personally i do the same so we're at I'll affirm for you that you're good. You're good in that in that one. Yeah. That's interesting. So, <laughs> so could that be a guilt or shame? Like, so, why? Because well, it would well, be hard to be guilt or shame because it's, it's a positive. No, it's more when yeah. it's a negative. Like you're mm-hmm. not think. It's when you're not yeah, thankful. No, it's and then not, <laughs> I don't. I don't definitely don't think it. It's like negative. It's just I feel like I overdo it. Do and you, it's okay. not a bad thing. It's just I. I feel like I say it too much. Like it's just. A lot of thank yous right. in my in one sitting, you know. Do you have you ever felt thank like thankless, like like to where it affect to where it makes you say thank you like every single time now, besides it being a habit, a pure habit, or even creating a habit. Like, do you feel like okay, I would and I don't, and maybe we can bring this up another day. Maybe we can ponder on it. Either way, it just because that that's kind of what it leads me to. Because remember, habits come up through like things that get, we get introduced to. You know what I mean? So I, it, it, I mean, it could be very deep in the weeds. Yeah. This, this is just me, and I've done that before. And we've come, we've dwelt, like, dude, you're like, you're way deep in the weeds. I'm like, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> think <laughs> it's it's definitely just pure habit stemmed from work because at work, you know, we all say that a lot. Thank you. So yeah, so that in that case, it's just that it's that mutual. Well, not mutual. That's not a word. Right it's just the fact that everybody does it, so it's a part of like your circle. It's a part of my yeah, my, my culture at work. Their culture. That's a better. Yeah. Um, I'm messing up all my words. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the last three points just because I want to make sure all this information from the video is up. And again, main thing is that 
This video will be on the show notes, so you can watch it. It's not long. It's like six minutes and a few seconds long. It's not long. The video I might use next week might even be shorter. Um, and then we'll get – no, actually, no. Next week will be a longer – it'll be a longer video, but hopefully by then it'll be on one topic, which is trust. That's the goal. Now, if I change it, I'm sorry. That's kind of the way my brain works. Sometimes it just dies, and, okay, I got to like, j- keep moving. But, uh, and uh, again, it's not, it's not intentional. It's just that sometimes things come up that I'm like, damn, like this, this strikes a chord. And I feel like it, I feel strongly enough to talk about it and avert from, you know, the plan. Mm-hmm. And, you, and honestly, because I've said this maybe like two, three episodes ago, but every time I make a plan, it's destined to break. So now I just try to mitigate my habits, make sure they're decent to good, and then work off of that. But anyways, last three points that Dr. Brown brings up is that they, meaning the person you feel is strong enough to be your friend need to earn the right to hear your shame story so the same way that and what i can tie this into is like our time i've thought about it not necessarily with time but i've definitely thought about it that way where like you need to earn your right because i mean it's a shame story you don't want to tell everybody right you can't just you know, and it's funny interesting enough interesting enough we can t- we can tell social media facebook Mm-hmm. And quick side note, I deleted my Facebook app. I have still have Facebook, mm-hmm. but I deleted the Facebook app off my phone. So now I'm I'm really even more strictly on Instagram and Snapchat. So if you really want to get in contact with me, I still have Messenger for Facebook because I mean I do get messages here and there, especially about equipment that I'm trying to sell. But uh, yeah, the right to hear a shame story when everybody's looking to play the victim and play their shame story on Facebook. At yeah. least that's what I get. I mean, not not, not more than not, more than eighty percent of the people, you know, what I mean? mm-hmm. which is interesting. Brian would know. He doesn't have Facebook. <laughs> uh, this is a good one because this one I can also tie into time. Is think long and hard about who has earned the right. Who can – and all, this is a good question that that Dr. Brown brings up. Is who can bear the weight of the story? And I, I definitely sometimes think about that with, with certain people, certain stories and certain people where it's like you're going to react kind of like a total – not friendly way, I guess. Yeah. And and maybe and honestly, snobby. Yeah, maybe. and honestly, it's kind of is when I when I say you're you're gonna react not like a friend. I th- I think even before you know the the video and these six people, mm. <coughs> it was something along those lines. Like I I try to gauge their reaction because I know them. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, like you you just wouldn't understand yeah, or you, you wouldn't, wouldn't have anything really valuable. <coughs> To say, and it sounds so bad, but yeah, that's I mean, that's what you got to do, really. You got to re- gauge who can hear these stories. And I find myself changing in that aspect. I, n- I never, I was never conscious about it the way I feel like you are, were about it, or you are about it, but uh, and it wasn't even this, but I did feel change in general. And when mm. I heard this, I was like, oh, maybe that's what it is. Like, you know, some people are earning the right to hear my story, yeah. and some people it's like, hey, dude, like, we're good friends, and it's cool, we can go hang out, we can do whatever. But there, I'm learning that I'm learning where my new line, my new boundary is, mm-hmm. which we're gonna go over boundary when I talk about braving, which is Dr. Brown's acronym. Uh, Braving's the first piece of it, but uh, but yeah, who can bear the weight? And I think if you can if you can answer that question honestly, of who can bear the weight, and you feel very strongly, it's like okay, this person can actually help me and bear the weight of this, then you know then that's that's worthy. You know, talking about worthiness and authenticity is like okay then. You might want to stick to those people, at least the majority of your time, when you're talking about something that uh, you're shameful or something you want to improve as well. Yeah. Last one, which ties in being a human. 
We're not going to do empathy perfectly, but we're going to show up. This is being the friend. And it and it's interesting because Frank, you know, me you know, me and Brian were here and then we had me and Eddie and then you know all these people that we're connected to. But you know, now because they're your like let's just say Brian's my friend. Now am I his friend? Am I gonna show up? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna show up? You know, gotcha. it, it, you know, thinking about that that like that this video did finding like seeing I let it I let it sink in on purpose like okay connections 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 that's what I'm thinking of, and it's like you know but we're gonna show up so so dichotomy. Being a friend, having a friend, and hopefully with that, we can all go out and and essentially find out who your friends are, find out who your friend is. Remember, two and three is a lottery. If you have one good one, you're good to go. Yeah. And it's very interesting. There's a song uh, by Chase Lawrence called "Find Out Find Out Who Your Friends Are," and if you watch the video, there's like ten people. Which is cool, I mean, and they're all like super, like superstars, like they're all cool, like George Jones on there, like a bunch of cool people, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But given, I would have to say, severity, very, very, uh, cons- uh, starts with a C, very conservatively, but, but still, nonetheless, you know, thinking about that because, like, you know, one good friend that you can share the share it on, they're gonna share it back, you know, having that, having that boundary, you know, be a part of the solution but with that we can end with whether you want to show up or not and you can think about it and come back and join the conversation next week again i do plan on hitting trust next week which is a big one i at least for me because that's where this video led me to like and that's where again i told brian like dude do I have trust issues? <laughs> like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm very. I'm feeling very. Not even shameful. I'm feeling. In this, I mean, to be vulnerable on this podcast is very uh, insecure. Because like, man, like, that's how deep I got into my head. The fact that I I needed some output from somebody else because I was I was circling in the deep end that you know there was and I wasn't even asking why. I was like, oh my god, am I? You know, am I? You know, which uh, last week I did end with you know, you know, uh, I am enough. So I like, okay, I'm enough, but am, do I have do I have trust issues? You know, like, you know, am, am I, you know, you know, how does that? Anyways, well, we can go into trust next week, but uh, but yes, I, I think uh, we did hit this the way I wanted to, at least the way I envisioned, the way I hope so, because again, you know, trying to again not waste anybody's time. I think that's part of the biggest thing that I've been telling people, as far as even in person, like you know, like man, you. Uh, I've been getting quite a bit like, oh, you know a lot, or so, or things along those lines. I'm like, well, I just don't, wanna, I just don't want to waste your time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my time is valuable, and it works both ways, and I don't want to waste your time. Now, whether you think I'm boring or not, that's up to you. It don't matter, but you know, we can go from there. But uh, so for listeners as well, you know, I do, I don't want to waste your time, and I, I I do mean that wholeheartedly. Is that I I have gone through my own little segments of life. Where it's like, okay, no, I, I, I don't want to waste your time, and I don't want my time wasted either. Um, so, Brian, if you want to give whatever social 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 media, social media, <laughs> and we can scoot. And I'm gonna give you guys. I'm gonna remind you of the intronaut this week. Um, check it out mainly on Instagram. Really, I feel like that's gonna. 
moving forward, I don't know if, if I'll if I'll continue with Twitter and Facebook, but <coughs> excuse me, but for sure you can hit me up on uh, on Instagram at uh, the intro not underscore T H E I N T R O N A U T underscore and uh, link in the bio for for the Etsy store. Got a couple, not well, not a couple. I got a few designs up there. You can check out if you wanna. If you're interested, buy them. If not, then uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, please, just the way you don't want to waste time, just be considerate. All right. As far as uh, moving with life, you can find everything at movingwithlife.co. There's observations on there that we've seen, or at least that I've dissected from previous podcasts, and that I feel like it would be it would be a mutual mutual agreement. <coughs> so you have that on, we have that on there. Of course, all the episodes are on there as well. All the social media links are on the side sidebar side right of the page, and then the beginning of season two, which will then take you to the SoundCloud page. Again, appreciate everybody tuning in. I think last week. At at the third day mark, we had like 150, probably 160 people listening. So that's pretty cool. Um, next week we'll come back with some trust, and we'll see how how we can tackle that and move forward. So the quote I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna read a, just a little piece from Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Um, this was early in book two of of his uh, of his thoughts. So here he goes. It follows that the longest and the shortest lives are brought to the same state. The present moment is equal for all. So what is passing is equal also. The loss, therefore, turns out to be the merest fragment of time. No one can lose either the past or the future. How could anyone be deprived of what he does not possess?